Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You keep praying, please. Please. And you know what? I don't know if you have a list of all the members from this body, this local body, the Palestine Christian. If you have a list from once in a while, just grab the list and mention some names. Lord, I lift Karen Burns before you and, and her family, Richard and Brenda Crow, Brent Davenport, Jenny Dunn, Linda Foster, Becky Franklin, uh, Jennifer Redencord, Mike Harper, Carl and Stephanie Hensler, Robin and Kim Hensler, Shirley Ingram, amen, and we pray for them, amen, hallelujah. A lot of prayer here, okay, but that's, that's okay. Are you happy about it? No? Only Carolyn smile. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> Do you have any, any other announcement? Okay. Ready for the word? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's, I'm just going to wrap this series on prayer. And, and I might repeat myself, but that's okay. Okay. I might sound redundant in some of these things, but this is so important. You know why motivates me to do this kind of sermons on prayer or teachings or however you want to call it? Is the fact that there's such a need for so many things. And you know what? We are coming to the end of ourselves, realizing that, it, that in a lot of circumstances, the only one who can help us is our God. Is our God. So we better know how to approach his throne of grace. Amen. We, we better know how to relate to him. How to, how to commune with him. That we might have the results that we're looking after. Amen. Amen. So I just want to, today I want to speak about this kind of prayer. That is what I call the prayer of worship. And this is not a prayer that we, I don't think this is a prayer we practice that much. Because it's a prayer that requires us to give Him. A lot of times we are asking for ourselves, which is fine. It's great. God, He loves when you ask Him for things. He really enjoys that. And, and you know what? If you go to your Bible in Matthew 21... Matthew 21, verses 21 and 22. If you need a few, if you need a few seconds to, to go there, I have the scriptures printed here. I can just read them, but if you just want to write down the, the passage, that will help you. And Jesus answered them and says, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, quote, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Amen. So whatever you ask, what is whatever? Whatever is whatever. He, God is expecting us to ask him even for the little things. And he's fine with it. He loves it when we ask him for things. You know, so that's fine with that kind of prayer. It's what we call the prayer of petition. Math, in Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11, we can read this, 
this scripture like this. It says, ask. I hear some Bible, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait, wait for you a little bit. Matthew 7, verses 7 through 11. And it reads like this. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For, for everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or, listen to this one. Oh, this is so beautiful. Or, which one of you, if, you're, if, if his or her son asks him or her for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, I mean, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask Him? Amen? So we're talking about prayer, a way to commune with God, a relationship with God. And, you know, most of our prayers are what, what is called petition prayers. We go before God because we have needs. And we acknowledge that we need Him to supply our needs. I, I don't want to rely on anyone else or anything else but God for our needs. I see, I, we see our life, Millie and I, our lives. We've done nothing but trust God. And God has been slowly but surely opening every door for us. Why? Because we ask. And He delights when we ask. I encourage you this morning, if there's needs in your life, never, don't, don't ever allow this thought. Uh, well, you've been, you've been bad, or you've or you done wrong, or, or those accusations. Don't allow them to stop you from asking God. Don't allow anything to make you believe that you have no right to go before the throne of God. Because if Jesus is your God, if Jesus is your Lord, you have been cleansed from all wrongdoing. And now you have the right, righteousness. It's a right to go before God and ask for your needs. And He wants you to do it. If we don't ask God, rarely things are going to pass. If we don't ask Him, He won't get involved. Why? Okay, I told this many times. Because he gave us free will. And he won't act contrary to, what, to our will. We must ask for his help, and then he's going to participate in it. Amen? That's the way it is, because he gave us free will. That's, that's a topic for other, other day. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. So we ask him. That's a prayer petition, but this is not what I'm talking about. This is not what I'm going to preach for the next hour. Okay? I'm going to preach about the prayer of worship. When we are the ones offering something to God. When was the last time, brothers and sisters, that you went before God without asking anything but giving yourself to him? When was the last time we did that? We went before God and just said, Lord, 
Let me worship you for a minute. I have a list of needs, but you know what, Father? In this appointment, I won't let any of my needs go before you. I just want to tell you how great you are, how wonderful you are, how faithful, how merciful, how gracious, how mighty, how, how I need adjectives, how awesome you are. And that's what I'm going to do for the next 30 minutes. Just holy, holy, holy. Oh, but when we do those things, I'm telling you today, it's wonderful because God starts to move in that kind of atmosphere. Amen? Parents, keep, and keep an, a worship and praise atmosphere in your house. Friends, in your office, keep and praise and worship atmosphere because the Bible says that God, God dwells in the praises of his people. He is then there present. You want to attract God to your circumstance? You want him involved in your circumstance? Keep an atmosphere of praises and worship and you will see God move. L listen to this. Acts 13, because I see that you're you guys are going through your notes. What, is, what are you talking about, Alan? I'm talking about one kind of prayer, the prayer of worship. And that's the prayer when we don't ask anything for ourselves, but we just give everything to him. We just offer our life. We just, we just pour our lives before the throne of God. Amen? Just to tell him how great and amazing he is. And, what is, and what's going to happen is these kinds of examples in the Bible. I, I really encourage me. And I want to tell you something. Do we have confession here? We don't do confession. I want to do confession with you today. This is one thing I haven't been doing personally. And as, 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 I, as I prepare for, to, to, you know, as I, as I was writing this sermon, I realized that's one of the wonderful things of how to write the sermons. Is that as you write your sermons, God ministers to you. And he tells you, see? Listen, God, of course, his, his, his interest is in this office. But more than that... It's my life and your life is more important for him than what we do for him. Your well-being is more important for God than what you do for him. Amen? So when you do this kind, I was, as I was writing the sermon, I meditated, I think, well, you know what? I've been, kind of, I've been whining all these months. You can ask Millie about it. And I know when I'm whining too much because Millie, she's so, she's so quiet. But when she's upset, she's extra quiet. So I know that I, I might be whining too much. Because I say, well, do you know this job? Oh, I had to do all this here. And she just... Thank you, honey. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure she's the only wife that deals with that kind of thing, right? Right, wives? Your husband don't whine, right? Don't complain. 
No, I, I'm, it's a good thing. You, I can see all of you, but you, don't, you can see each other, so that's a good thing. Because <laughs> there's some faces there. Okay, that's, I, okay, I hear you, okay. So, dealing with circumstances where, when we don't see the result, the best thing to do is get into these kind of prayers, the prayers of worship. Amen. And, uh, and I don't know if you've been, let me, let me tell you something. If you've been waiting for an answer too long, maybe we might have to shift the way we are praying. If you've been waiting an answer for too long, maybe it is time to change the way you have been praying. And yes, you've been petitioning God. That's fine. But the answer doesn't manifest. Maybe I might stop for a minute and shift my prayer and start to do these worshiping prayers. And when we do those things, brothers and sisters, God manifested. He always shows up when we spend time just worshiping Him. Amen? In Acts 13, are you there? I was just giving you time to get there. In Acts 13, he says, Now there were in the church of Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius, and, and, and I guess it pronounced Siren or Siren, and this other guy, a lifelong friend of Herod, the Tretarch, and Saul, Listen to this. I even underlined this. It says, While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, quote, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them out. Okay? When we spend time praising and worshiping God, you know one of the things that happens? We obtain guidance, guidance from above. Are you, you need to make a decision. You need wisdom from above to make a decision concerning your family, concerning your marriage, concerning a business decision, concerning a financial decision. And you don't know the answer. I tell, I'm telling you to, this morning, when we spend time worshiping and praising God, He will always speak. Write that down. That's, that's key. When we spend time praising and worshiping God, He will always speak. And when He speaks, His words are always full of guidance, wisdom. You know what else takes place when we do these things? Promotion. Promotion comes to our lives. If you're waiting for promotion, you can, your job, your, your uh, economic uh, status, uh, uh, your marriage, uh, your kids... Spending time in praising and worshiping God brings this kind of outlet. Amen? Promotion. You know what else? You know what else? I wrote this down. Purpose and calling. Oh, our youth, they're looking for purpose. They want to know what's their purpose. They want to know what's their calling. How can I find that out? I don't know, but I can give you a suggestion. Spend time in praising and worshiping God. And as we do so, then God will speak 
with promotion, with guidance, also with purpose and calling. Amen? That's key. That's key. Are you receiving something this morning? You know what else takes place when we praise and worship God? Deliverance. Write that down if you're taking notes. Deliverance. In Acts 16, verses 25, this is a famous scripture. Thousands of sermons has, has, has been written about this scripture. Acts 16, verse 25. It says, and you can, you, I, I won't go through the whole story. It says, about midnight, Paul and Silas were, were what? And? Do you guys like the show, The Voice? Have you, have you watched The Voice? You know what it is? It's like a singing contest. Okay. You don't have to be a great singer to sing to God. All of you can sing, don't you? It's about singing and worshiping. He's looking for worshipers who worship him in spirit and in truth. Not all of you have to be like Miss, Mrs. Brooks here. I wish I could sing that, that nice. I can't. Okay? No, no, no. I know where you're going with this, but no. I won't be singing in church. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> What's the point, Alan? When we praise and worship God. Gene, we pray for you today. But there's a more powerful way to reach out God's throne about your concern. And it's this kind of worship. When you spend time in praising and worshiping God, He's going to deliver you. And Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were open, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. Freedom, liberty, took place. When this Paul and Silas spent time worshiping God. You know why were they in prison? I mean, what happened to them, to them was unfair. It was very unfair what they did to them. They whipped them, flogged them. Why? Because they were, pre- pre- they were preaching the gospel. And this, li- this little girl, she kept saying, all these men, they are servants of the Most High God. And Paul, under a, spirit, under a gift of discernment of spirit, knew that who was speaking was an evil spirit before, be- behind the girl. So he cast out the, that spirit. And when the, uh, ma- the, 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 the owners of this girl find out that she had no, no grace anymore, so they accused Paul and Silas and they whipped them and did a lot of things and accused them of, of wrongdoings. But then they were in prison instead of whining and complaining, Alan, this is for you, Alan, instead of whining and complaining, you know what they did in prison? They were praying and singing songs to God. It doesn't say that they were saying, Lord, deliver us, Lord. No, they were saying, how great thou art. Oh, how great thou art. How great thou art. And when they do these kind of things, what happened? Deliverance takes place. Amen? 
You know what else happens? And I'm closing with this. Believe it or not. No, I'm not closing. I have 10 minutes to yet. <laughs> Honey, that's amazing. I have 10 more minutes. You see what happens when you praise and worship God? The, ti the time just goes spam. That's why I had to do this often so I have more time. Amen. What else? What else, Alan? What else takes place? Take notes, please. Because if you're facing these circumstances, this might be your answer. I tell someone last time, I was telling someone last week. One of the ladies in our church, we've been praying for her. And man, nothing happened. And I said, you know what? I don't know what else to do. I've I done everything by the book. And this is me as pastor and minister. I've done everything by the book for this lady. I pray, lay hands, everything. And, and, and it, it seems like nothing is happening. And between you and I, sometimes it's so frustrating. Because I, we know that that's not the will of God. But maybe... I might have to change my prayer and shift into a petition prayer to a worship prayer. So you know what I'm going to do next time I, I see her? We're just going to worship God together. I remember my pastor wife, her name is Alba. Alba will be like Dawn. That's literally her name in English, Dawn. And they were having this service this, in, in, in San Pedro Sula. And, you know, this little girl, this little gal, she might have been 14-year-old. She started having seizures. Seizures. And, you know, they came, the elders of the church, and did what I've been doing for this lady. They got their hands, even, even with oil, prayed for her, cast whatever needed to be cast, and nothing happened, nothing happened. So, Alba came, she took the little girl in her arm, took her outside the church, and sat in a bench and started worshiping God. Just worshiping God with the little girl in her arms. You know what happened? Seizures ceased. And till this point, she has never had a seizure after that. What took place? Deliverance for that little girl and for her family as well. Because, man, you as parents know that there's, not, there's, there's nothing harder to have a kid or a son dealing with, with, dealing with sickness, disease, or some, some sort of issues. That is overwhelming for a, for a parent. But when she took this kid, took her outside, put her on her lap, and just started worshiping God. Healing, healing took place for her, for the little girl, you know. So a lot of times it's, 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 not, it's not just about going and going, but spending time in worshiping God. Amen. My heart this morning is that you're going to leave this place and you're going to acknowledge those circumstances where you've been waiting for an answer from above. And if for some reason that answer hasn't been manifested yet, I encourage you to spend time in praying and in worshiping God alone. Give. I encourage you to 
give to God. Does he need our prayer? No. But when we do so, there's, I don't know what's, I'm going to ask him when I get there. What's with you in, in prayer? But he delights in a way. And he just starts showing up. And just his presence alone is going to make everything right for you. Just his presence alone. Amen? If you have adversaries, if you have people, evil people that, 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 that plans or plot against you, how do you deal with that? Worshipping and prayer. Amen? Worshipping and prayer. Last verse, Mark 5. Mark 5. And this is the famous story. I homework read the whole chapter the whole chapter 5 of, of Mark it's wonderful and the 4 homework Mark 4 5 6 7 8 no 9 read the whole book okay they came to the other side of the sea to the country of the how do you pronounce this word Gatherings, okay. And when Jesus had stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an, with an unclean spirit. And, his, and, and the story goes in, into describe this man. He lived among the tombs and tombs. How do you pronounce? Tombs, sorry. He lived among the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart and he broke the shackles in pieces. This is supernatural strength. This demon possessed man. No one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always crying out and cutting himself with stone. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. Underline, ran and fell down before him. And I took my time to research, and I find out that this, this story, there's three characters in this story. It's Jesus, is the persona of the man, the man himself, and is the legion that has him possessed. Because the one who ran and fell before Jesus was the man himself. He was desperate. He was desperate. I mean, he was in such a need of deliverance. He was in such a need of freedom that when he saw Jesus, he ran and fell. And if you study this word, fail, it's the word proskuneo, which means worship. Worship. And it depicts the image of a dog licking his master's hand. If you have puppies home, you see how the dogs are so they go to you and they lick you all over. Why? Because they acknowledge that you that they are yours. Amen. Okay. So this man fell 
Others, other versions reads, worship God. When you are, and this is the point, when you are in that moment of desperation, you don't know what to do, you don't know where to turn, you don't know what to do, what, can, what else can we do? When you are under these kinds of oppression that are, that are kind of cyclical, have you been in that? Have you had those, prop, those circumstances and, and, you, and you realize that this is kind of cyclical? This, will, this keeps happening. It happens, it goes over, comes back again, goes over. It's, it's, like a, it's like a vicious cycle in your life. If that has happened to you or in your household, you know the best thing that you can do is fail down before God. In other words, worship Him. Worship Him. Just worship Him. Don't start asking, excuse me, don't start asking for things. Lord, will you know? Lord, help me out. Lord, no, 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 no. Hey, only 20, 15 minutes. Father, I praise you. Father, I worship you. Father, I lift your name up high. And when you do that, when you do that, then deliverance comes. And see what happened to this man. And then when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. And crying out with a loud voice, this is not the persona, this is not the man, this is the spirit. He says, what have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he was saying to him, who was saying? Jesus was saying to him, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. When this man fell down before God, when he worshipped God, God's presence himself ran out whatever was bothering him. Amen? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Parents, grandparents, let's teach our kids this. Let's teach our kids how to worship God. How to give themselves to God. You want your kids to be successful? Yes, you, you want. I know each one of you, your great parents, great grandparents, you want them to be successful? Teach them to worship Jesus. Teach them to live, to live in this kind of atmosphere where the presence of God is always present. Amen? Because that's the only thing that is going to bring results to us. Amen? Let me ask you, when was the last time you went before God without asking? Just to give. When was the last time that you went, you went before God to give Him? To offer yourself to Him? It's fine. This is something we must start doing in our lives so we can have the results that these other fellows experience. Amen. Amen. Does that make you excited? Does that make you excited? There's an answer. Hey, friends, God wants you to be successful. God wants you to be uh, healthy. God wants you to be prosperous. God wants you to have length of days. The fullest spam of your life is a promise in Exodus 23. God wants you to reach all the days that He has promised. God wants you to be free. Free. Have the freedom. I mean, when I say free, it's not bound to anything 
or to anyone. God wants that for us. But the only way that we're going to accomplish those things is when He is present. You won't enjoy those things if He's afar from you. You need to walk with Him. He needs to be close to you. And the only thing that will bring Him closer and closer and closer and closer is our life of praising and worshiping God. This, this is my prescription for today. I won't, I won't prescribe ibuprofen. I won't prescribe uh, antidepressants. I won't prescribe any of that. My prescription to you this morning is worship and praises, praises to the Lord. Amen. Amen. And I can tell you, I, I know how things are going to turn for you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you today. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the word. Thank you for all these stories that help us to realize and acknowledge how good you are and how great you are. Thank you, Lord. We praise you in this place today. Lord, yes, 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 Lord. So many needs, Lord. So many challenges. So many answers, Lord. So many, so many, Lord. We need you that bad, Lord. We need you that bad. But this moment, we just want to worship you. Lord, you are amazing, Jesus. You are so amazing. You are so good. You are so great, Lord. You are so faithful. You are so loving, Lord. You are so mighty, Lord. Who can separate you, us from your love, Lord? We praise you this, this morning, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Thank you for your protection, Lord. Thank you for your promises, my God. Thank you, Father, that we're not alone, that we're not orphans, Lord, that we have a God and that you know us. We thank you for those things, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We exalt you this morning. Hallelujah. Receive all the worship, Jesus. Jesus, thank you for salvation. We are saved. We are saved. We have been saved. We are saved, Lord. Thank you for saving us, Lord. Thank you that we are saved, Father. Hallelujah. We exalt you this morning, Lord. And we thank you for your presence in our midst, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's get ready.